Good morning. I hope you're all well. My title today is Grandparents. We all, you all have grandparents, haven't you? Don't you? You all have grandparents, you might know them or you might not know them, or now you are grandparents. Eh? So that's my title today. I haven't spoken for seven months uh, in this kind of a setting. But as I was sitting there and I hear Watford, I have many experience here in Watford. I was a street preacher in Harrow and in Watford, a fundraiser. Actually, Watford was a place that I, I almost lose my temper. Almost. My hand went up in the, hair, in the air to slap someone. But then I scratched my head instead. It was... An anger that goes beyond anything, but I scratched my head. I was so happy that I didn't follow it through. <laughs> I probably would have been in jail. <laughs> that would have been part of my resume. Six months in prison. So, brothers and sisters, you know, God is the great, 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 great grandparents of us all, right? God is... The origin, God is the parent, right? For all of us. And he, he loves us. He loves us more than we know. More than we can even understand or experience the love of God. It's, it's, it, for me, it's so amazing that sometimes we do not realize how much God loves us. We don't, we don't even, we, we don't even, we don't even feel that. God wants so much for us. I heard somewhere where it says, God bones ache with desire to see us do well. God bones ache with pain because he wanted us, he wanted to see us do well so much. But sometimes we don't feel it. We have eyes to see, but we don't see. We have heart to feel, but yet we do not feel. We don't feel. We talk a lot about true love, but only with our mouth. Our heart is sometimes still remain cold because we do not know about the love of God. God made all things, and all things should in a way, all things is for whom? For man. All things reflect the nature of God, reflecting the nature of God. All things should give joy to God, joy to man. All things. It says that God's nature is clearly expressing the things he has made. Look around. God's nature is clearly expressing the things that he has made. But the tree cannot write their own story. The, the, the grass cannot write their own story. But man, what about man who God created to be the Lord of creation? Man should, can write their own story. What kind of a story actually does man write? Man stands in the position to experience that eternal love of God. He can experience being you know, being a parent, I don't know about you, but to be a parent was, was an exciting journey. 
It was an exciting. It was a nervous. It was breathtaking. It was soul destroying. <laughs> All kind of experience overwhelmed me. Uh, being a parent, being a being a when I reach, I, I never even have the thoughts that I'll be a grandparent. But then. It, it was like something which is, again, a new experience, so exciting, so delicious. I didn't even know what that would be. And I think maybe maybe God feel like that. God felt like that. God had that kind of expectation of what it would be like. What it would be like. But never been able to fully embrace and hold that grandchild. Yeah. So that is sometimes they talk about the pain of God, but sometimes what what God pain of the pain of God is related with so many things that God has not been able to do as He planned or as He desire. He, that's all of God's pain. And you know, Father tried to explain to us a lot of, of two parents in the autobiography about grandparents. You know, he tried to explain the impact of what a grandparents have on a child. He tried to explain that. And you, you remember the time when father took around his little grandson, you know, his little grandson all over the place. And that little grandson had the power to make a tired old man feel new life, feel energy. When father was talking and he didn't want to stop, mother says, hey, he sent his little grandson and he comes and says, Appa, we're hungry, let's eat. And father will stop speaking and they will go and eat. Yeah. But in, in the autobiography, father explained a profound experience he had when he was 12 years old. They had to us to move the, his great grandfather's grave. And then when he looked at that, when there were children didn't supposed to be part of it, but he managed to find a way of being there. And when they opened the grave and all he can see was that scrawly white bones there. And that set him on a way of thinking, a way of searching, a way of finding out more about life. What is life? Is that all that we, we become? Is that all that we, we, in the end that we are? Just a scrawly white bones. Where is that father? Where is that grandfather that they describe? Where is that? You know, I cannot see it from the white bones. Just a skeleton. It's gone. The, the person is gone. That my my father told me all about this person, and that's all I see. So he set his mind thinking in a direction to of some finding something totally new and different. Awesome. She might have talked again and again about her experience with her own grandparents. With her grandparents, being with her, with, 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 her, with her grandparents over and over. And to talk about, you know, it goes historically. They have that foundation of the importance of the ancestors helping. And then, you know, when I first went to, in Korea, I always find... When the first thing I, I experienced was, why is the children have more confidence than me, an adult? Why, why is these little children have so much confidence and feel so self-aware of them, feel like if they're rooted in something? And when I saw that, I thought, 
I have to learn from these kids. <laughs> they have so much confidence and belief. And I believe it's because of the grandparents at home at that time. Maybe, I don't know about now, but 30 years ago, for, you know, 35 years ago, it was very much like that. And, I, and even that was probably the end of that period where parents live together. So, Tumena experienced a lot of love from her maternal grandparents. You know, in the very first, in, in Tumena's autobiography, the very first line, what does it talk about? It talk about this lady and the independence movement. And she talk about, uh, you know, she, that's how impact it did have. And when she talking up, start of her life, she focused straight away about the impact of our grandmother in our life. I don't, you know, I think a lot about grandparents these days and I was wondering, what about Jesus? Did Jesus experience being a grandparent? Who was Jesus' grandmother? Well, Jesus didn't really I, I, I look for, for places where Jesus talked about grandparents in the Bible and Jesus did, could not talk about being a, gra a grandparent. He didn't, I don't, I didn't think he has that personal experience. Have you ever thought that, thought about that? Jesus didn't have a personal experience of being a grandparent. So when you read all Jesus spoke about, he can be very small, actually. He didn't talk about grandparents. He didn't experience it in, in his life. So you know, sometimes just, Father says, maybe you're much better, richer, actually, than, than even what Jesus was, you know. That's what he says. But when we look in the first Timothy, in the second Timothy, in the Bible, uh, 1.5, we come across, we come across a passage where St. Paul's, you know, St. Paul's was writing a letter to Timothy. He writing a letter to Timothy because grandparents was not often mentioned as grandparents in the Bible. They were more looked on as elders or the and from the ancestry, but not in the world like we know it. Not in the same thoughts as we know it, grandparents. But uh, St. Paul's talk about inheritance of faith. I really like that word, inheritance of faith. I really, because maybe all of you have inheritance of faith, which maybe you yourself experience, actually from your grandfather, your great-grandfather, your great-grandmother, your really, how did you come to be sitting here? What is it that makes you? What is it that shapes you? Maybe something more in you, which actually you didn't know about. But, I like this, the way St. Paul's addressed this. Instead of talking about the address it, him as a, my beloved child. You know, St. Paul seems like he's a person who knows Timothy for a very long time. And he's writing to him, he knows, and he says, my beloved child, I'm grateful to God whom I worship with a clear conscience as my ancestors did. When I remember you constantly in my prayer, I remember you constantly in my prayer, night and day. Paul is encouraging his spiritual son. He's encouraging his spiritual son. I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I remember you 
I remember of your sincere faith, a faith that it lives in your grandmother, Louis, and in your mother, Eunice. That, that I like this in the sense like, I find this quite beautiful in the sense, and I think it's important for all of us to remember that the prayer night and day, to remember to pray night and day. Even as a parent, you should not stop praying. You should still be praying night and day for your parents, for your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. You still be praying for their health and well-being. That's, for me, that's a beautiful lesson learned right there. I didn't know personally any of my grandparents. I didn't know them at all. They are, and they have all passed away before I was even born. But in my church life, I, I had this very strong feeling to have grandparents, to experience some grandparents. So I, in, in a way, if I don't have, I have to seek and you shall find. I adopted some wonderful ladies as my grandparents, some wonderful ladies as my grandparents. And I had some really deep connection of heart and feeling that enriched me as a grandchild uh, to those ladies. So I've had this experience more, I had the desire more to search for grandmothers rather than grandfathers. I had never had this, maybe because I didn't, I didn't grow up with my, my father, I grew up with my mother. So mothers has always been central in my life. So grandmother, uh, uh, finding, looking for grandmothers was more easy for me. I never had a desire to find grandfathers for some reason. Uh, really, it speak for itself. So, in history, you know, the, the, the grandparents could have a profound impact on their, their descendants by their their attitude of life by the way they live, their prayerful life. Trimada talks again about how uh, that impact they have and in, in, in everything that she do. So they, they, they play a major role not in their life. And of course, in the ancestry sometimes you have someone which is very good that someone was very good yeah, and they did things right. But then you have ancestry or grandparents or great-grandparents who are terrible. They are terrible people. And even though you, you say you, we, we're, you, you, you probably wouldn't like to say, oh, you know, my great-great-grandfather was a terrible man. Maybe you don't have to even go back even that far. Maybe your experience, your personal experience, you can say, oh gosh, I remember my grandfather. He, was a, he wasn't a very nice man, you know. But again, there is uh, people, they were very prayerful and they make a tremendous impact. They were really, they, they persevere. Even things didn't go right, they persevere. They, they invest. And in the end, things become better. Even within the lineage, you've been able to find a star has risen from the generation. It didn't start off so good, but actually it ended up very well. It ended up very well. Within the lineage, a rise, a star. 
because maybe your grandparents think they didn't go so well, but they didn't give up. They didn't give up. They keep working. They keep praying. They keep investing. They keep believing. They keep hoping. It's not all loss. Sometimes we think everything is loss. I have a child and he didn't go the right way. It's loss. No. Never lose hope. Never lose hope that anything is lost. Just you have to keep your own consistency. Nothing is lost. Within the one generation might look lost, but even after something beautiful can arise, some powerful person can come, someone which is, you, you will say, gosh, I don't know how this person come into our lineage, you know. But sometimes it's, it's part of what you invest, right? What we invest that make the difference. So grandchildren is unique. Grandchildren is, is unique. They can fool you with hope and expectation. For me, I, I'm always excited looking at the next generation. Meeting my, meeting my grandchild, I was so excited. I could almost hardly sleep. I, I don't know why I felt, because of course my grandchildren live in America, and the time come, and it's during COVID time, and I'm thinking, oh gosh, I don't want nothing to happen. I'm not gonna. Uh, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna get there. I just wanna be there. I just wanna hold them till the plane land. Then I feel relaxed. At last, I can see. I don't the intense feeling of a grandparents. To especially, I didn't meet even my grandson at that time. So, so there are the grandparents when you're full of hope and, and expectation, like even Demonim, she continue even in difficult situation to pray what the St. Paul says, night and day, night and day, and so that she can fulfill a role as a grandmother. Today, we really focus on too much on separating uh, the old and the young. I'm in a hospital right now, and I hardly see any grandchildren visiting their, their grandparents. But this week, because I was thinking about this message, as this week I saw uh, uh, one grandson who was really passionate about his grandfather. and that, So there is... We may not see it, but there is people out there who still who has that connection. But I, I hope in our community, do not take those things lightly. Do not do not just take it lightly. It is your you have to develop that heart. I'm I'm still working on that, developing that heart. That says to create a community, to create a community, you have to work together with the the. the community with the generation. You have to bring the generation together. He says that's like a healing medicine, a healing medicine for the soul. Grandkids gave, in, in my son's home, we have we have four, we, we were in, in, Christmas, um, in January, we had four grandparents living together in the same house. So we have grandpa, we have Bestemol, Bestemol is Norwegian for grandmother, we have Opa, we have Oma, they were all within the house, each one very different. 
And then during that time, I drew a picture. They were doing artwork, my grandchildren, so I drew a picture. And my granddaughter says, Grandpa, you're an artist. <laughs> you're an artist, he says. I says, wow, that's really nice. Really nice, I'm an artist. Grandpa, you're an artist. I says, I says, this is the first time anybody has ever said that to me. <laughs> I'm an artist. And then she, she turned again and she says, Grandpa, I love you more than God. I thought, oh, this is amazing. You love me more than God. I thought, I wonder how God would feel about that. <laughs> but God, I'm sure God would, would like each one of us to, you know, I'm sure it's, God is happy to hear that. And I'm sure God would say, each one of us, he says, Papa, Grandpa God, I love you more than anyone in the world. Actually, it even said that in the Bible, that it says, we should love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul. That's what it said, isn't it? Isn't that right? We should love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul. But if our grandchildren says, I love you more than God, God says, that's right. That's right. That's where, that's where you ought to do. So, so you'd, you know, children's life is very complex these days. Parents sometimes get very busy, busy, and, and parents sometimes focus more on discipline rather than giving love. This is where grandparents can, can, can add in the ingredients to make family balance to make a family balance at home, especially if you're living together in the home together. But if, if you don't live it together, one thing you always have to learn, keep the balance. Do not take on the parent's role. Do not, take, do not cross the boundary and take on the parent's role and forget yours. You know, don't, don't, this is very important. Full, work on fulfilling your, your role. But the, as a grandparent, the children would, the, the grandchildren would fill you up with new spirit, new energy, new determination. It, but again, it doesn't happen normally. I'm sure there's some people, oh, they don't like children. They struggle with their own children. <laughs> struggle with my own children so much, and I really don't like children. I really don't like children now, especially grandchildren. I'm so glad I can just give them back. But um, and I think it's, it's part of the training to develop our hearts. It's our training. That's all what God created us to develop our hearts, to develop our love. That is important for us. Our time here is short and it's a treasure. Time is a treasure to learn and to grow and to develop. So... As I come to a close, one of my, my grandkids says, uh, Grandpa, who is your children? <laughs> Grandpa, who is your children? And, and the older says, uh, and then I read this one, it says, Grandma is someone who do not have any children of their own. <laughs> A grandma is someone who do not have any children on, on, of their own. And it's the, 
and the grandma is the one we pick her up from the airport and we drop her off back in the airport, <laughs> especially if they're living abroad. <laughs> so thank you for listening. So it's maybe there's, again, I, I look at uh, the autobiography and I see Father talk a lot again about um, grandparents and the impact of grandparents in their life and uh, and I think Father wanted to show us a lot more about when he was taking along his little grandson along the, with him and what he wanted to show us a lot more I'm sure he would want it, uh, to teach us a lot more about uh, the importance of being grandparents and how we, what we need to do but he cannot tell us everything we also have to work on finding out ourselves, what we need to do to develop our hearts and our ability to become the person of love that can give joy to God. Because God has not even always been in what God planned and, and his desire to embrace and hold didn't come about. But for your life, please take the opportunity and do your best. God bless you.